If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I'm so excited to dive into today's show. You know, when I meet people, uh, our paths cross, and I just know that I have to share them with all of you, our listeners all over the world. So please, please join me in welcoming the amazing Brian K. Wright to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. This is going to be really fun. I know it's going to be fun. When I met you, I just, I loved your energy and I thought, Ooh, you've got cool experience. And I know you're going to share a lot with the listeners today. Before I introduce you though, I just want to say thank you to our listeners all over the world. It's so fun when we see that we have listeners in Belgium and the UK and Africa and just all over the world. And I salute all of you. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for your emails. We love hearing from you. So with that, let me tell you about Brian. Brian K. Wright is the host of Success Profiles Radio and publisher of Success Profiles Magazine. Over the last seven years, he has interviewed world-class achievers such as Darren Hardy, Jack Canfield, Laurel Langmire, Kevin Harrington, Sharon Lecter, Chris Powell, Dan Locke, and many more. With the lessons he has learned from these achievers and through his own experience, he seeks to educate, motivate, and inspire others to become a great version of themselves, a greater version of themselves. He's the author of three books, including the recently released Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers. Brian overcame a life-threatening illness in 2014, and some of the keys to his recovery included focusing on how he wanted to impact the world when he was healthy again, and being aggressively thankful for everything in his life. Throughout his career, Brian has been a top performer in the area of sales, which we're going to talk about today, customer service, training, and has also written resumes professionally for students, working professionals, and executives. He's available to speak on the topics of motivation, inspiration, leadership, and book writing, and resides in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you love what he's talking about, invite him out to your next event. And by the way, Debbie Allen, we met because of Debbie Allen at yes. her highly paid expert event. So shout out to Debbie Allen. She's been on the show. She's amazing, amazing, friend, awesome sister. We love her. So with that, like, let's dive in, Brian. I want to start with your story first. Like, just yeah. tell us a little bit about your story. How did you get on this entrepreneurial path? Yeah. Well, I will tell you my, my first major career outside of 
telemarketing, which I swung back to later, uh, was teaching. Ah. So I was a teacher. I taught uh, at a two-year business college in Lincoln, Nebraska, while I was going to graduate school. So I taught public speaking, English composition, and business math. Now, those classes in combination might sound odd, but they were all required classes. And I minored in English in college in my undergraduate degree. And I've always been really good with math and I love public speaking. I didn't always love public speaking, but I learned and I, you, you get better when you do things more. And I just grew to love it. Amen. Amen. In fact, I'll tell you the first time I ever spoke in front of a group, I was selected to recite the Lord's prayer at church in junior high and halfway through, I forgot. Thankfully the congregation remembered and they carried me to the finish line, but I was a little embarrassed. The girl who spoke after me was reading her note cards. I'm like, oh, is this is how we're going to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that either, but at least she didn't stumble and forget what she was doing. So interestingly enough, when I got to high school, the speech teacher said, you need to go out for speech, be on the speech team. I'm like, oh no, because I was remembering church. Right, right. And she said, I think you'd be really good. Here's the rule book. Take it home and read it tonight and see if any of these events resonate with you. Oh. Well, in, in the state of Iowa, in high school, one of the events is radio news announcing. And I noticed that I didn't have to face an audience. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> That's my I want to do that. So the way they did it is uh, the judge and the audience would sit in one room, and I would sit in the other room with my microphone and a guy holding up flashcards telling me how much time I had. You had 30 minutes with a whole set of stories, and you had to craft a four- to five-minute newscast which meant you had to figure out which stories were important. That was part of how you were being evaluated too. Long story short, I ended up getting a one. I wanted to do the same event next year. They said, you can't because the rules prohibit you from repeating an event that you got a one state in. So now I had to face an audience. Wow. Ended up making all state when I was a senior in storytelling. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And then competed in, in college forensics, you know, speech and did that. And so then I became a teacher and I loved doing that. Ended up in the call center world again after I moved to Arizona. And then in 2012, in January, I started my radio show, Success Profiles Radio. And so it's old hat. I mean, my first episode was okay. I think I'm a lot better at it now than what I was before. And I'm doing things differently. My sure. eight-year anniversary is coming up in about a month. So which year? What anniversary? Eight, eight years. Wow, right. Congratulations. Thank you. I had episode 350 a couple weeks ago. So it's all about being consistent. If you do anything consistently and you move in the right direction, you will eventually get there. It's like trying to chop down a big tree. If you take one whack at it with the ax a day, you might think this is never going to fall. But if you keep whacking at it every day, the, the, the ax to the tree, then eventually the tree will fall down. So you just have to keep going. You may not always see the end of the road when you start, but you just have to keep going entrepreneurship is about consistency and the people who win are the ones who stick with it and keep trying to get better and keep striving and and don't give up. So I want to, I mean, obviously you had some limiting beliefs in the area of public speaking and some of the things that you were doing, but pushed through them and got better. When you launched your first business, did you have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling or representing yourself in your company? You know, it's interesting. The first business that I did was resume writing back in the nineties and this was pre-internet. Okay. And so, Right. I don't know if I had limiting beliefs around sales necessarily, but I will say the challenge was figuring out where to advertise. And then when people would call me off of my ad, I would just tell them what I was doing and they either wanted to do it or not. I mean, they were calling me because they wanted somebody to write their resume. It was just a matter of if they were going to pick me or not. And I wasn't super familiar with the other 
competition in town. I soon became familiar with them because I noticed who had the biggest ads and I was seeing samples of other people's work as, as I was moving through, you know, my journey. In fact, the school that I was teaching at the admissions director would tell me, I can tell which resumes were written by a certain other writer in town because it was the, the fold style resume. You could pick hers out of a stack. If there were a hundred resumes and she wrote five of them, you knew exactly which ones were hers. That either was good for you or not good for you, depending on someone had a bias against that style of resume. Right. Then it became a matter of how do I get more market share? And so you have to be really creative and innovative. And when you put yourself out there enough, things will come to you. So my limiting beliefs around sales at first would be how can I find people who want to work with me? And sometimes people wonder, will anyone, will anyone buy what I'm offering? Will anyone work with me? Will anyone like me enough? Will anyone like my work enough? You would have to just put yourself out there and just start working with someone. You, you have to get your first client. And when you get your first client, you serve them above and beyond and love them like they are your family and hope that they will tell somebody because I'll tell you what, the best customer in the world is a customer with a big mouth who tells people. Right. The worst customer in the world is someone with a big mouth who tells people. <laughs> right. We want the other. Yeah. We want the first one. Yes. Right. So, so the, I, I mean, I think that limiting belief is shared, you know, by our listeners all over the world. Like who's going to buy from me? Who are there enough clients out there? I mean, we have 7 billion and counting people on the planet, but who in the heck's going to buy from me? Right. And right. so, but you kept going. So where did you get, I guess, the tenacity, the discipline that, you know, like, was there, was there a client that you got? Was there a moment when you doubled the business for the first time? Was there a moment where you paid yeah. the bills for the first time? There was more money left over. Yeah. Well, I was doing that resume writing business at home in okay. my apartment. And this other competitor who had a bunch of market share, I think started feeling feel threatened by me somehow because there was one week where two days in a row, a female client called me back and said, hey, I, I'm going to work with so-and-so instead. I'm like, really, why is that? Well, she said, they both said, well, you're a single guy. You're asking me to come to your apartment. I'm a little skittish about that. I'm like, is this other person really playing that card? Right. I was livid. And so I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to get an office space. So I did. (laughs) Ah. I did. In fact, at the time, uh, Sears department store was, uh, was experimenting with having resume writing stores, you know, franchises in their stores. Oh, wow. And so I did that. I bought into that and I did that. And it transitioned to the point where I eventually was doing that full-time instead of part-time. So that was really cool. And I was getting more sales then. So here's what I love Sears. Like Sears has done everything from, I think, sell houses to now I know that they have resumes and I mean, you gotta love Sears. Like they're, they're, yeah, they don't anymore, but they did it for about three or four years. I didn't yeah. know. That's so cool. They, they tested. They were willing to test. They so were testing it, yes. Because I think we've all experienced that that person, that person that makes us really mad, right? And mm-hmm. or something happens, which pu- and they push us in a totally new direction, right? So mm-hmm. when you look back, are you grateful for the woman who was planting that seed? Like, you don't want to go yeah. to Yeah. Something else that she used to do, which really irritated me, was I would place an ad in the Sunday newspaper. So it ran it every Sunday and every Wednesday. Well, there were weeks where my ad didn't run, and I gave them specific instructions, run it until I tell you to stop. 
Well, in every, this happened probably about three or four times in, in like a year or two. And the, the, the feedback I got back from their agent was somebody from your office called and canceled the ad. I said, no, no, no. And I know, I now, I figured out pretty quickly where that came from. Someone was pretending to work for me. And I'm pretty sure it was my competitor who was oh. trying to sabotage my business by canceling my ad without my permission. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to feel pretty threatened by somebody to stoop that low, right? Yeah. So on the one hand, I was not happy about that, but I was just, you know, trusting God that business would still come to me because I was still in the yellow pages and that's where most of my business was coming from anyway. Yeah. And I had a few other leads that were coming in all the time, but I would call in on Monday and say, where's my ad? And they would have that conversation with me. I said, write this down. Only Brian Wright is authorized to call regarding his ad. Wow. Yeah. It is crazy. Like the, some of the negative stuff or the things that happen that yeah. know, either will kill us and put us out of business or make us stronger. Yeah. And then you're yeah. going. So I eventually moved to Arizona and decided I didn't want to do resume writing anymore. And the internet was, was here. And it's like, you know, I just don't want to play that game anymore. I got burned out. And so I went to the call center world ended up teaching and fast forward even still, um, I'm on my own as of two and a half years ago. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. um, and I have something here that I want to ask you about. Yes. Are we going to talk about this today? Yes, we are. Okay. I, I'd love it if you'd be willing to share the story. So two and a half years. So like what's kind of what's been happening and um, this is our good friend, Debbie Allen, who's on the cover. Yes. So tell us more about this. Absolutely. So I've been running my radio show, Success Profiles Radio since January, 2012. And about three years or so into my journey, I realized I've got so much content I need to repurpose. What do I do? And so I thought that maybe I might start a magazine. So I bought the domain for successprofilesmagazine.com, which I still have. Wow. But I didn't do anything with it. And in September 2017, I was renewing it for the third year. And I said, Brian, you're buying something that you're not doing anything with. You're paying for something you've not done anything with. I didn't want to be that guy who always said, I'm going to do this someday, but never did. So I decided, okay, I have to do this. I have to do something. So I realized I need to pick someone to be on my first cover. I had interviewed Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank six months prior. So he was my first cover. Cool. So I reached out to him and I emailed him. I emailed him. I said, thank you once again for being on my show six months ago. I'm doing new things now. I'm starting a magazine and I would be really honored if you would be the first person to grace my cover. I will just use parts of the interview that we've already done. No extra work is required of you. See, this is the real key. If you want to collaborate with someone, make it really easy, easy, easy for them oh, to say yes. yes. Don't make them jump through extra hoops. I said, all I need is, is some good photos from you. That's all I want. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on it and my team will send you some photos. And so that's what happened. And I invited other people to contribute. So I'm getting content from other people for free. Yeah. And they're happy to contribute. And so this month, December 2019, is my two-year anniversary. And Debbie Allen was on the November 2019 issue. Oh, and it. when you have a magazine like this, when you are providing a platform which provides lots of value to people and you can help other people get exposure, opportunities do come your way. I can imagine. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, uh, Debbie has been on my show twice now. In fact, she was in my book, Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, which is this book. And her interview with me the first time is one of the interviews that is compiled in this book, which is available on Amazon Volume 2, just came out a couple months ago. You can get that on Amazon too. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much. So Debbie said, my new book, Success is Easy, is coming out in November. And I'm doing an event in November. So 
I would love it if you would interview me again. Thank you so much for always supporting me. And I said, you're welcome because she's amazing. So the way we worked it out is she was on my show again. I agreed to put her on the cover of that month's issue. And she said, I will comp you a ticket to my event and I'll give you some stage time. I said, done. Right. Done. So I got 10 minutes of stage time, made some money and met some really great, amazing people, including you. Yes. And uh, yeah, my confidence is sky high right now. So it's really great when you can collaborate with influencers. Yes. And when you serve people with a big audience, they, the right people will reciprocate. Not everyone plays nice in the sandbox, but Debbie plays very nice in the sandbox. She's so successful. I want to stop you yeah. there, right there right. because there are people all over the world who are listening to this and, yeah. and not everyone understands what I will call the, the art of collaboration. Yeah. Whenever we go to events, right? Whenever you go to an event, like if I'm speaking at an event, there's a lot that's happening at the front of the straight stage. A lot's going on, but there's yeah. more that's happening in the back of the room. There's yeah. more that's happening in the hallway. There's more that's happening back at the tables. There's so much right. that's going on. Like there's, there's relationships and there's things that are happening. Like you and I, like you and I, we've been at this for a while. So we understand this art of collaboration and, and very quickly, the second we started chatting, we're like, Hey, I'm going to have you on my show. You're going to have me on. like, we're going to support each other. Yep. But just, I just want you to talk about the power of that because I think someone might be afraid to ask. You weren't afraid to ask Kevin, like you just right. you made it easy for him. Yep. So any advice for people who are like, well, how, how would I collaborate or who would I collaborate? Where to start with that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the power of asking. And, and Jack Canfield says this so brilliantly. He said, if you don't ask, you don't get. Now, if you do ask and someone says no, you still don't have. So there's no downside to asking. True. But if you do ask and you do get, then now you have upside. Yes. So don't be afraid to ask. I mean, are, are you going to die? No. No. No, you're not. The worst that can happen is someone will say no. And sometimes no just means not right now. Right. And that yeah. might mean you haven't provided enough of a value proposition for them to say yes. Right. Well, and you have, I mean, you have your, your radio show, you have the magazine, you have so many great ways to invite mm. people in to develop those relationships and collaborate. Yeah. And, and for those yeah. who are, like, think about, you know, if you have an event coming up, that's a great way to collaborate with someone. Mm. You know, not that you have to have a podcast or a magazine. I mean, there's, mm. you might even like your e-zine, your newsletter, yeah. you know, yeah. you can collaborate there and, and highlight yeah. someone. So there's so many ways to play together, but that's, yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand the art of that collaboration and how that's happening constantly yeah. in the back of event rooms and training rooms all over the world. Yeah. In fact, I go to events now with a very different focus. I used to go because of the speakers. And I still do go because of the speakers. Sure. And sometimes I go because of the person who's hosting the event. But the additional piece to that is I go because I wonder who I will get to meet right. that I can do business with or collaborate with or help love and serve in some way or another. And yeah. sometimes you're surprised by who's in the room. I'm like, I did not know you were going to be here. Right. And I've always wanted to meet you. I'm going to run across the room and say hello and shake your hand and introduce myself and, and see where it goes. Edify them. Yeah. See where it goes. Yeah. See where it goes. Yes. And don't ask. People are very approachable. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk about the magazine. Um, yeah. What are the, what would you say are the top two sales strategies that you've used to successfully grow the magazine? Well, I would tell people, and there's a, a, an extra piece to this because I not only do the monthly issue, but I do special edition issues. Oh, great. So that's an eight, that's an eight page version. So imagine that magazine with every article after Debbie's article stripped away. Okay. So you have a front and back cover and you have a six page feature article. And Bill Walsh was on the cover of my magazine a year ago, about a year and a half ago. And he wanted to talk about um, 
printing out 10,000 copies of this magazine to give away at his events because he does events all over the place. It seems like every day he's somewhere else. And when we started talking about how much it would cost to print 10,000 copies of a 40-page magazine, he said, hmm, what would this look like if you stripped away all the articles after mine? I said, that is interesting. I talked to my coach about that and he said, did you charge him for that? I said, no, it's his idea. He's opening doors. He said, well, you need to charge other people for that. And I'm like, that's also interesting. Mm. So that's a new product line that I introduced this year is I offer this opportunity for people who want to be on the cover of a magazine and who want to be showcased to their very best. I've had clients who are speakers, trainers, coaches. I've had people who are promoting upcoming events. I have a client who runs a nonprofit here in Phoenix. She basically helps people who are just out of prison get free dental makeovers that are donated by dentists in town. Wow. It's beautiful. I have a CBD client who wanted to promote, they want to promote their store. So you can do all kinds of things and you can use this to give away at networking events or at trade shows or to mail to media to get interviews or to send to event planners to get on their stage. Lots of different ways to do this. And so the idea behind doing something like that is you are offering something of value that people want and need. And you can collaborate with people and meet people at events who might want extra exposure for their business. And that's how I position it. You know, I, we talk about, I ask them, how are you promoting your business right now? Yeah. And I let them tell me. And then they ask me inevitably what I do and I tell them, I tell them about this project and if it resonates, great. If it doesn't, then that's okay. Yeah. So would you say, so in terms of how you, the strategies you use to grow yourself, so innovating, so creating yes. value, innovating, yeah. and also me, I think meeting customers' needs that you didn't know were needs that then became right. a new product line. Right. Exactly. In fact, I'll tell you what, I was meeting with one of my Facebook friends last week and he was visiting from New Mexico and he does real estate investing. And so we met at a coffee shop here in, in Scottsdale, in the Scottsdale area. And we were talking about a mutual friend of ours and how he was wanting to collaborate with a, a, a mutual friend of ours. And I said, well, I actually collaborated with him on his book, which came out that day. I said, I wrote his book. He's like, no way you're a ghostwriter. I said, yes, we got to talk about this. Long story short, he wants me to work on his book. I did not know that was coming. Right. I did not know that was coming. He mentioned this person's name. I said, oh, I wrote his book. It came out today. What? I've always wanted to write a book. In fact, he talked with another writer a couple years ago, and she wanted to take it in a completely different direction that made him uncomfortable, so he didn't hire her. Mm -hmm. And he just sat on the idea for a while. So we're going to start soon. So he well, wants the lesson to in that be to, to take take meetings, have the meetings. Yeah. Have and meetings. especially when you feel like you're being led, like I feel like the, a lot of times there's this, like someone will show up and I'm just inspired to meet with them because we can't, we can't, no one has time for coffee meetings all day long. At least I right. don't, right? And I'm sure you don't either. But I think taking meetings is so important. One of my clients right now, she's in the middle of a, a six meeting challenge and she works with some of the largest companies in the world. So getting six yeah. meetings be scheduled before the, so in two weeks before the end of the year, is huge for her. Okay. So yeah. in companies, she's already at three, she's Good. already halfway to her goal. And so nice. I share that because I think this is a great, a point of take the meeting, set the meeting, yeah. set a stretch goal around it and get, you just, and you never know. I think we've all had that experience where we sit down because someone wants to meet with us and all of a sudden they're like, I didn't know you did that or your company does that. How can we yeah. work together on it? Yeah. And here's the other piece to that too, Ursula, is if you are meeting someone and you don't have a hard agenda yeah. and you're just there to listen and serve because if you have a number of different offerings and something pops up, you can say, you know what? I actually do that. Tell me more. 
That's yeah. now that's your invitation to talk. Yes, I love it. I yeah. want to make sure we have time to hear more about you and the space that you're in. So you're an expert in media and publishing amongst yes. many things. I want to hear like, what are the top two to three strategies that you share with your clients that you can share with our listeners? The first thing is to have a very clear message. And the fortunate thing is I do work with entrepreneurs and they know what their clear message usually is. Yep. I mean, if I'm working with, let's just say, if, so, if a housewife is approaching me, I've always wanted to write my, my memoir, my autobiography. Okay, sure. Your story's cool. The other thing though I do talk about is what is your end game? What do you want to happen because of your book or because of being in a magazine or because of being on my radio show? What is your end game? You think about books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. His yeah. whole end game was to sell cash flow, the game cash flow. Now he provided tons of value along the way, but he had a, he had a goal in mind. If you read Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T.R. Wrecker, he provides tons of value, but all the way through, he's always getting you to think about going to his three-day free event, wherever it happens to be, and then he sells you programs, coaching yeah. programs at the event. So his, his goal is to get you there, yeah. and then he'll make his money there. So have an end game. I'm not saying you necessarily have to do that, but for me, I at the back of my books, I talk about I write books for people. I talk about I have a magazine. You can subscribe to my magazine. I talk about how if you want to be featured on the cover of Success Profiles magazine, email me and I can tell you how. So there's a call to action at the end. So number one, have a clear message. Number two, have a call to action. And number three, just get your content out there because a lot of people don't create content. I think a lot of people are so busy consuming that they stop creating or yeah. they forget to create or they don't think about creating because I'll tell you what, the people who are super successful and wealthy are the people who are creating something. They're not the people who are constantly consuming and needing that one more piece of information before they start because you can go down that rabbit hole for days, months, weeks, and years and then realize uh, I'm still in the same place. Right. So, yeah. so for those listeners who, <laughs> who want to create content, maybe they want yes. to write that book. Let's yeah. start with the book because I think we get, we get that question a lot and I've had, lots of other great people on the show and I have a great editor. I've had her on the show and like, you know, but the, everybody needs something different. Thank yeah. goodness we have so many different kind of book coaches and ghost writers and you know, all yeah. kinds of different people in the world. But for someone who's sitting there thinking, I have this book cause we know they, they download, right? Like it's like, a, for me, it's like, Oh, the next book is sitting right here. What's your best advice for them? Write it down. Just start writing it down. I'll tell you what, when I did my first book in 2009, I started it writing in 2008. It came out in February, 2009. It's called Student Leadership Strategies, 21 Easy Ways to Become a Center of Influence in Your Group. And the first thing I did was I sat outside on the patio in the summer with a legal pad and I wrote down what makes an excellent leader because really that's, that's the key question. Right. If you're gonna talk about being a leader and having center of influence, you have to ask yourself, well, what, what makes a great leader? And my goal was to come up with at least 21 different ways. I came up with 30. And as I started writing, some of them were very close and they merged into 21 anyway. And I realized that my 21 answers to that question were all short chapters. My first book was 96 pages. Mm. Yeah. So that's the thing that you can do. I mean, think about what it is you're good at. Here's, here's the intersection. What you're good at, what your audience wants to know about, and what your audience will pay for. Mm-hmm. Those three things matching up is your topic for your book or your whatever you're doing. Can you say that one more time? Yes. Knowing your topic that you should work on is the intersection of three things. Number one, what you know about. Number two, what other people want to know about. And number three, what other people are willing to pay you for. So here's where, and I think this is an important piece. Like 
where people get stuck. I mean, I think you're, you're really talking about books in the entrepreneurial space, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. someone will have their story. Everybody wants to write their story yeah. and they have a great story and it probably ties to their business, but then they get stuck with like, but do people, are people going to buy this? How do they care about it? Is it marketable? They get yeah. stuck in this, this other half. Yeah. Any advice there or yeah. how to help your clients? I would tell people if it's only about your story, your friends and family will buy it by default and everyone else will hit the who cares button. <laughs> right. Yeah. Got it. So, so you have to come up with a compelling reason. Now, I would also argue that if you've been through something, chances are someone else has been through that too, or might be going through it now. And if you're wondering, should I write my book? I would say the longer you put off writing your book, the longer that someone who really needs you doesn't get to experience you. Do it now. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I can think of certain clients who I hope listen to this message right now <laughs> that are all over the world. Anyone who's been thinking about writing that book, just, just start writing it and yeah. you have to start somewhere and the right people will show up. And on that note, please, will you tell us, I know you have some cool events coming up that might help some of our future yeah. authors out there and you have yeah. a gift for everyone. Tell us I more. do. I do. I am doing a virtual summit called Entrepreneur Live 2.0. Why is it called 2.0? Because I did this last year too. (laughs) I was on someone else's show earlier this week. Why are you calling it 2.0? Because I did it last year. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Authorpreneur Live 2.0. So you can go to authorpreneurlive.com. You can register for free. So it's a two-day event on January 29th and 30th. It's a Wednesday and a Thursday. So it's only about six weeks away, five, six weeks away. And you might think, oh, I'll register later. No, register now because you'll forget. Register right now, authorpreneurlive.com, and you'll get email reminders, and you'll also get a Zoom link to join the room on the day. And so I did this last year, and I had probably 175 people register, and and any given session, I had up to 30 people. And it was very engaging and very interactive. I had speakers who were speaking, presenting. People could type their questions in the chat, and I would weave the questions in to the presentation. So I made sure that everybody got heard. Okay. So if you are wanting to write a book, if you want to market your book or leverage your book into greater opportunities in your business, then this is something that you need to to do. We will have experts on publishing. We'll have experts on how to generate LinkedIn leads for your business. We'll have an expert who, uh, and this one's going to be a bonus session, how to generate leads to get on stages to speak. Debbie Allen is a, is going to be a bonus session. And the reason she's a bonus session is because she wasn't able to be there live. So I said, we'll just, we'll have yours be a bonus session. So how do you get the bonus sessions? You purchase the recordings and that's $47. So if you do attend the event and you want the recordings for your own use, anytime, anytime, anywhere, forever, do that. If you only think you're going to be able to make a couple sessions, but not all of them, but you don't want to miss, get the recordings. And you can buy those in advance because I think on the day of event and after we might be raising the rates. So 47 is really a fantastic rate. You're going to get 10 sessions over the two days plus a minimum of three, I'm recording my third bonus session uh, tomorrow. So there will be a minimum of three bonus sessions and that bonus session will be about how to build a seven figure sales team without spending a dime. Wow, got it. Yeah, valuable stuff. So authorpreneurlive.com, click on all access pass at the top of the, the site and you'll see two options. One is register for $0 and the other is buy the recordings for 47. And I would be happy and grateful if you would do that. And that way you can do that. And I can tell you that this event does generate results because I know of at least two people who attended this last year who have written their books since. Got it. Good. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for this. I know there's people, I'm sure listeners are writing it down right now. And yeah. if you didn't hear this, if some of you are going, where is it? It's virtual. So it's going to be yeah. online. You can access it from anywhere and then, and it's free. And then if you want the recordings and want to watch them later, it's only $47. So yeah. So you do not have to come to Phoenix, although you can, if you want to, but it's virtual. You want to, right? When it's yeah. So- who wouldn't want to be in Phoenix in January? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Brian, for yeah. being here today. I always like to close with this question. So, you know, some of our listeners might be having their best year in business ever, and some might be having one of their worst days, wondering, why did I ever get into this business? What was I thinking? What's your best advice for them? I would say don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. And maybe you're playing too small. Mm. That's a big lesson that I learned this year is don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to, to, th- to think bigger. Yes. In fact, I would say if you've mastered one product offering, add more of that compliment. The eight page magazine is something that I offered this year. In fact, I think I, yeah, that was a really great revenue source for me this year. In addition to ghostwriting and don't be afraid to raise your prices. Maybe you're struggling because you're not asking for enough money. Right. Ooh, that's resonating. And and if if you're feeling that, like if you're real not in your body right now, that's probably you and you probably already knew that. So ask bigger, play bigger, and raise those prices. Congratulations. Yes, go ahead. And here's the litmus test. If you are, if you are even giving a thought to doubling your prices, ask yourself this, will you lose more than half of your current client base? If you doubled your prices, because that's the break even point, right? Double your prices, lose half your clients. If you lose fewer than half of your clients, you are money ahead and you have more time. Right. You can't, you can't buy that. So that's your litmus test. And especially as, as you move forward with new clients, like that's the easiest way to, to double, and especially on the Double Your Sales Now show, we couldn't end with on a better note. So thank you for that. Congratulations on all of your success. Thanks. Uh, and best wishes for the next decade to be amazing and as epic as you can imagine. So thanks again for being here. Thanks, Ursula. It was a joy being here and you were amazing. It was so fun. Back at you. If you haven't yet picked up our free gift, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. Six Secrets to Doubling Your Sales. It's a PDF. You can download it today. It's going to give you some great tips to get you back on your feet if you're struggling in sales. Plus, I'd love to partner with you at your next event, conference, or sales training session. I just did a sales, a private sales training event yesterday with a team of 20 sales professionals, and it was just so much fun to see their breakthroughs at the end of the year and what they're planning for in 2020. For all of them, you know, we started with mindset and one limiting belief shift about how they see themselves at sales as sales professionals or how they think about sales in general made such an impact. Just sometimes one small belief. So anyway, I'd love to come out and train your team if you need help with that. And because you're a podcast listener, remember, okay, you get a super special price to come to sales camp. All you have to do is email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. Mention that in the email that you heard about it on the show, and we'll make sure you get that special, special price and you can bring someone with you at an even better, lower investment to make it a no-brainer to join us either in San Diego this year or um, in Minneapolis. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now.